Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And this one is going to be so rich because today we have with us the Chef Marshall O'Brien. I had so much fun on his podcast that I had to invite him on mine. Because something that I was sharing with him before we hit the record button, the big realization that I had about my business and about my life is how nutrition its truly the key to even more happiness and even more abundance. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Well, thank you so much, Petia. It's so awesome to be with you. I'm uh, just so grateful that we get an opportunity to be in your space and share with your audience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So before we go into all of that yumminess and juiciness of today, I love starting my podcast with uh, meditation. I don't know. You will have to probably do standing meditation unless you have a chair around you that you can bring and put behind you. Okay. You can bring your chair. <laughs> Listen, I love, love, love how resourceful you are. And I love that you are standing because I love sometimes when I'm recording lives or stuff, I'm standing. But when I am doing my podcast, I sit down so you can just comfortably sit, like find the comfort of your chair so you can just really like sit and chill and relax. And I will take you through a short guided meditation. Okay. So find a comfort on your seat, settling in, closing your eyes, taking a slow deep breaths in and out, tuning into that beautiful rhythm of your breath that it's keeping you alive, that it's keeping you thriving, slowing down, there's nothing else to do, nowhere else to be, just being right here, right now, fully present. And as everything is slowing down, you feel like your body, it's relaxing, it's melting into your chair and everything is melting around you. The past, the future, the next things you will do, everything it's melting and it's like a beautiful haze. And as you are feeling more and more relaxed, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful, sunny, crisp morning on a Costa Rica beach. You're riding horses with your daughters and it's just daddy's time. You're fully present. There's nothing else to do. And your girls are laughing and there's a water splashing and 
the horses just feel so grounding and safe. And as your daughters are laughing, they ask you, Daddy, what is your favorite thing in the world to do? What would you tell them? What would your answer to them? Right now, it's being with them. Oh, that's so sweet. Marshall, you're like, it's not like I don't want a kids, but you make me want even more to have them. So I know that probably riding horses and being on the beach in Costa Rica might sound so much better than coming back to your kitchen and coming back to this interview. But whenever you feel ready, you can slowly come back, slowly opening your eyes, feeling rejuvenated, relaxed and energized how we're feeling. Oh, I that was a really cool experience i thank you so much for for facilitating that you're so welcome it's so beautiful because one day i just had this like inspired idea you know and then i started to do it with every guest but every meditation is different like I always take them somewhere else. The question, mm. it's its different. It used to be similar, but mm. now it's different. And then when I was going through my grief and healing, I just did feel like pouring out and I stopped doing it. And then I had a couple of my listeners reach out and they're like, oh, I just love that you're always doing these meditations. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do them again. <laughs> and it's that, beautiful. It is beautiful. And what a, what a, uh, what a wonderful way to I don't, disarm isn't exactly the right word, but just like kind of just open, open, relax. I mean, I'm a pretty open person and, and, and you're easy to be open with too. So you lend that energy for people. But what a cool experience. Thank you. That was, that was mm. I really appreciate Thank that. Thank you. And now you can always go back to the beautiful visualization with your girl. Yeah. And it's, it's beautiful. You can always go back to it. And um, thank you for trusting me to, to guide it. Welcome. Um, I really want to tap into what I have really realized is that the nutrition, it's really everything. Because when I started my business, Marshall, it was, it was like, what strategies, what can I do to bring abundance? What can I do to call in soulmate clients? And of course, like I'm a business major, I have my MBA and bachelor's in marketing. So I was always like very grounded and thinking about the strategies and things. And then yeah. I brought spirituality in my business. Nice. And then me in such a beautiful level. What I realized the last couple of years, it's and, and I'm coming from background that I struggle with eating disorder for over 20 years and very toxic relationship with food and my body. I was able to heal that, but I am in completely new level of abundance because of how I eat and drink. So how do you feel that nutrition is directly impacting our and listen it's not just like am i healthy am i unhealthy some people right. they look on the outside healthy and inside like they're not fulfilled right? right but how do you feel that nutrition and how we are treating our bodies nutrition wise it's directly impacting our abundance and impact in the world well i i mean okay so that's a big question with many pieces to it if my philosophy is I believe that nourishing is different than eating, which is basically what you're saying uh, and you're saying in a much more 
there's much more like uh, not even nuance. It's just much more openness to it. And, and at the end of the day, I have found that when I honor myself by eating foods that work for me and everybody's different, you know, what, and, and if I, as I, as I honor myself eating foods that work for me and I'm really paying attention to like, how do I feel like you could say, Oh yeah, they look healthy, but how, how am I sleeping at night? How's my energy? You know, am I, is it two o'clock in the afternoon and I feel like a zombie and I'm just dragging and I need like, I need some caffeine or whatever. I mean, how are you, just separate all the ego, the pride, the assumptions about how I should be. How am I feeling? And so that's something that I really try to encourage people to look at, you know, if you feel like a zombie, if you wake up recharged, rejuvenated, restored, if you're, you know, if you're saying, man, I really want 10 more minutes of sleep or 10 hours of sleep, your body is saying, hey, please, Pay attention to me. What can we do? We need to do something. And, and there's so many different pieces, as you well know. You know, I, I focus on what we eat, how we sleep, how we handle stress, how do you hydrate your body? Because drinking is different than hydrating. Oh, I drink, I'm drinking fluids all the time. What are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking pop and, you know, whatever. It's, it's like, no, no, no. It's like, what are you drinking to help your body operate, you know, moving your body? So it's all these things. And I just believe that if people were really committed, and this doesn't mean just because you're committed, you're going to all of a sudden be like this amazing sculpted Iron Man. It's not about that. But if you were like committed to taking care of you, like no baloney, I'm going to do what it takes and understand that anything you can do today that you were not doing yesterday that's positive is progress. So it's all about baby steps. You're going to give yourself some grace because you're going to fumble through this. And I mean, maybe some, maybe I fumble through things more than you may, you know, I don't know. But the point is, if we really recognize the power, the impact that food will play, we listen to our body. So what works for me may or may not work for you, but then we make those adjustments and we just keep moving forward and look at those little wins. Look at those little wins about, oh, wow, you know what? I had a spinach salad today with walnuts and I just feel like so much more level-headed at three o'clock in the afternoon than if I were to have eaten whatever. So I just, I love the little nuances. And that's why I shared with you before, you know, before we went uh, recorded, I love the process of my journey hmm. and I encourage people like I do a lot of webinars and we do a lot of presenting about how to use food to reduce stress, boost your immune system, whatever. Just be aware of how you're genuinely feeling without judging yourself, without giving yourself a hard time, without having ex it's hard not to have expectations because we're human and that's just kind of what we do. But how can we say, hey, look, you know what? My shoes are fitting a little bit better. Okay, how does this connect to nutrition? Oh, I'm not as bloated because I chose not to eat those foods that I usually eat yesterday. And I feel a little more loose, a little more flexible. Never would have thought of that. But that awareness piece, you know, it's like awareness precedes choice. Choice precedes change. So if we can get people to get, and I, and I say this like pointing the thumb at me. So you got thumb, right? I used to get in, and I still do, but I used to get in my way all the time time. I was always getting in my own way. I mean, like, like professionally, you know, I've been on this path for 20 years now and I understand, you know, like, I know, like, I know the space, I understand how to do it. But personally, you know, from a 
self-awareness perspective and realizing that a lot of times I was limiting myself, not even connecting those dots, I was getting in my own way. And, and people do that a lot because food's personal, it's social, it's familial, it's cultural, it's political, it's economical. I mean, there's all these things about food. And it, and, and a lot of times that we, we compound that with how we think, you know, like foods become very tribal, right? Like you have a lens that you look through food. I have a lens that I look through food. And if we want to make changes for ourselves, if we want to take control of our life, but we're not confident in which way to go, okay, we'll get in our own way, which like one, uh, an easy way of that, that looks like analysis paralysis. Because if I can't do it the exact way that I think I'm supposed to, I'm just not going to do anything because it's just, you know, it's it's frustrating and it's scary and all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to demonstrate by taking steps that are positive because it's all about progress over perfection. I'm just always trying to demonstrate taking positive steps to then show people, hey, something that's positive is better than nothing. And there's we don't have to do ab absolutes. We don't have to do extremes. You can have infinite number of do-overs. And that's just the philosophy that I take. And it, and again, going back to your question, nutrition, I mean, that is like, I've had these, uh, you know, it's like, if you're mad at the world and at yourself, uh, eating poorly only will amplify mm. that hurt inside. Mm. And that might sound really cosmic, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, and, oh, and if, you know, and people who've gone through challenges, like I could, we have emotional, like depression stuff on part of my family and I've learned how to, you know, navigate it and maintain it. And if you're eating, you know, out of a can, a box, a bag through drive throughs and stuff like that, if that's your way of existing, mm -hmm. you're like oh. a hose basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it kind of breaks my heart thinking that a lot of people don't know that that can impact. And so we have to have that clarity learning the why, like, and really making it personal. Like I want to be a source of love and light for my two daughters. Like when you did that meditation, I mean, it really like struck me emotionally. That was cool. Uh, and, and I'm glad you did it because I'm just realizing as I continue to be a parent, I mean, I've always known that being a parent is special for me, um, but it really drives me like a lot. So um, to be able to have that connection with food and understand which foods work for me and which foods work against me. I just keep moving forward in a positive direction. And from a global impact, well, yeah, if, if, uh, you know, and this is something I'm very interested, like I'm interested in homesteading. I'm not an expert. I, I'm not an expert yet. Someday I will be because I'm actually working with a homesteading group and I want to, I'm going to learn more and more. But the point is like, there's restorative, restorative farming, regenerative farming. There's different types of farming practices where you, you know, you change the, the crop cycles. So like the new, the soils are getting replenished and whatnot. And, you know, if you're eating just like junk out of a box, where are those things being made? How is that helping the world? Well, it's definitely not helping the soil. It's probably helping the scientists that are formulating that stuff and the food companies that are selling it. And I, obviously I have a position that you can probably, you know, here as I'm talking about it. But of course, you know, when we eat real whole foods, nourishing foods, and we're taking care of our body, we're putting out better positivity out there. I mean, I really believe like that is an untapped conversation. Like people don't make that connection with how those positive vibrations, like, you know, 
the plants, the trees, all that stuff's connected. And I'm kind of outside my lane and you could probably speak better than I can, but it's something I'm really fascinated in. No, my, so like you said, like, this is too cosmic. I was like, my people are cosmic, you know, like we are. And I truly believe that. And that's something that I like am realizing and more and more. And, you know, like my evolution and journey are so fascinating to me to like witness it, you know, because I would like, I struggle with eating disorder for almost 20 years. And mm. you know, what's scariest, Marshall, my eating disorder started when I was 11. You have a daughter really? who's 11. Wow. And it was almost for like two decades. So wow. imagine if your little one would be now, like I call her little one. I don't know how she, you know, but I'm just saying like, Okay. But the, the, you get it. It's like 11. Come on. It's like still baby girl. Wow. I didn't feel like baby girl. I felt like I had a, you know, the, the heaviness of, of the world on my yeah. shoulders. And that's not fair. Like parents should like protect their kids and make them grow. So you're a girl or women when you're 20, not when you're 11. Right. Right. So, the thing is that I went through that. So eating disorder, you know, bulimia, I felt so empty that I was mm. stuffing myself on food, emotionally empty. Yeah. I was stuffing myself with the food. And listen, when you're doing this, you're not doing healthy foods, right? It's a ice cream and it's donuts and it's a bread with cheese and so not only I was depriving my body from nutrients and harming my body but it was also unhealthy and and you know drinking alcohol and all these things and not surprisingly I was going through anxiety depression mm. uh problems with my joints I was in my 20s and like my knees were hurting so much yeah and toxic relationships because I saw myself as an unworthy undeserving chasing yeah. the perfect body perfect life and there was like a slow transition into I knew I have to heal my eating disorder I knew I have to like start like eating healthier still for the bad reasons. Like I got to be leaner. Right. But then it started to transition because I achieved the perfect body. I did fitness competitions and I was unhealthy, burned out, frustrated, you know, and then slowly I started to go into like more intuitive healing and not worry about, you know, like what is my weight, but how am I feeling? I love what you mm -hmm. were saying. How are you feeling? How am I sleeping? You know, then it transition. I always blame it, not blame it, but blame it on my husband, vegetarianism, because he introduced me to the documentaries, you know, when they, the forks over nice and things like sure. that. So oh, yeah. I couldn't touch the animal after that. I'm like, oh my God, this is what's mm -hmm. happening. Right. Then I learned about how they're creating cheese and that, you know, I, I study medical medium and his approach to like healing. Mm -hmm. So learning in his opinion, works for me. You can each have your own opinion, but that the eggs are feeding viruses in our bodies, you know, and so much autoimmune. I, I healed my autoimmune. I had a Hashimoto. I did it naturally, no medication within, you know, few months. Food, drinks like juices, coconut water and, and, and nature, you know, so... It is yeah. possible when we reconnect to the nature, like you were saying, reconnecting to the purest form of nature and also realizing that what you're putting in the body has a vibration. The plants, like plants don't have a soul, but they have a vibration, right? Yes. The animals, I believe they have a soul. Each and every one of us can believe whatever we want. I feel like the, you know, the live beings, they have a soul. So whatever they are feeling and experiencing comes into your body. 
Because the way how they treat the meat, there is a fear that creates adrenaline, cortisol, hormones, all of that goes into your body. So you don't have to become vegan after this episode, right? I'm just saying, be really mindful what you're putting in. Because, you know, I quit uh, smoking a million years ago, but, you know, quit coffee, quit alcohol. And of course, there are occasions that you're like, oh, this would be such a nice moment to have a glass of champagne. But it's just not good enough, you know, to like bring everything out. So train your body. Yeah, exactly. So what do you feel that people need to know? Like, because you said like, it can be overwhelming. We can overwhelm ourselves. We got to do it perfect. I always say screw perfection. Perfection doesn't exist. Yeah. But if there are people who are listening to us and they're getting like, one, they can get really triggered. Good for you. I like triggering people. So they awake, right? But two, they can get really inspired and say, wow, like you're right. Like I've been eating food out of box and it's really not nutritious. And I'm drinking sodas and coffee. And I think it's, it's, you know, liquid to my body. So it's good. What are a couple of the steps that you can recommend that people can start with right now? Because I know we can be sitting here and talking hours and hours about it. But for someone who is like, wow, this is a really interesting episode. I get to look at what I'm eating and what I'm drinking. What are some of the first steps they can take? Well, you nailed it. The first step is saying, I want, it's like, so we can have like a theoretical motivation or an emotional motivation. And we want to get into that emotional space because it could be like, Hey, I want to be healthy, but what does that mean? And, and, and uh, you're from Czech Republic, if yes. I'm not mistaken. And you know, the relationship with food there is I'm guessing very different than it is oh, yeah. in in the United States. Oh, just yeah. like my, my wife's from Istanbul, Turkey relationship with food in Turkey is very, very different. The point is when we say like, I want to be healthy, that's a philosophical reason. But if I say, well, I want to be healthy so that I can play with my kids or grandkids pain-free, or I want to be healthy so that I don't cause an accident and lose my job. Now, those are like kind of intense for different reasons, depending on how you, you know, if you have family or whatever your profession is. But if you make it an emotional reason to get started, now you're off on the right foot. So you got to have that connection, that, that, that why we call it that why, well, then the next thing. So, so you can make a declaration right now, after you listening, if you're, after listening to us saying, okay, I love to play pickleball or I love to take walks on the beach at sunset, but you know what? I'm just so tired by four o'clock. I'm not awake by this time the sun sets. Well, here's your opportunity. So you get that reason and you make that commitment. So you can start that. That's the first thing you can start right now is making that commitment. The second thing then is you've got to figure out, well, okay, I'm committed. I want to do it for these reasons. How, right? So you've got to come up with a pathway to help you go from where you are to where you want to be. You know, you've got strategies. I've got strategies. There's 8 billion strategies out there. Like figure out what will help you go from where where you are to where you want to be. It's like a pathway. Okay. Then the third thing, so you can do that. So commitment, find your pathway, find a tool, a thing that's a pathway. Then the third thing is get tools to help you on your journey. So in the case, like with what I do, it's recipes as an example, but if you don't know how to cook, that doesn't ha- doesn't matter. So you need to learn like get the skills, the training to use those tools. So get skills to help you on your journey and the training to help you with that training, the training to help you with the tools, excuse me. And then the last point, number four, is get 
constant support, reinforcement, education, motivation. What that looks like is have somebody that can help hold you accountable. Like Petya, you'd be fantastic. I I know like you're awesome at helping hold people accountable. And there's, you know, whether it's it could be a work, it could be a work, you know, coworker, it could be, but it's gotta be someone, whoever it is, friend, coworker, family, someone that you trust and that you will listen to. And when they say, Hey, we'll see you down at the lake at seven in the morning to take that walk. Or I can't wait to try that really awesome, great tasting nourishing recipe. And we're going to compare notes and see how it worked out. You know, you do it right. You they hold you accountable. You hold them accountable. You take action with that. So you need those four things and you can take those steps right now. That's the biggest thing. You know, yes, you can decide, oh, I'm going to do vegan diet. I'm going to do, you know, whatever this type of diet, or I'm going to try these foods, or I'm going to avoid these foods. Those are all great. But you got to start with those four fundamental pieces, because if you don't have those, it's kind of impossible to take control of your life and take action and move forward. So those are the things that I would do to get started right away. That's so amazing. Thank you so much, you know, and and I love that those are actionable steps and not like, oh, I wish and one day and when I'm less busy and blah, 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 right? So Marshall, for those who want to connect with you, what are your favorite places to connect with people to learn more about you and what are you creating in the world? You go to my website, chefmarshallobrien.com. You can on Instagram, real Chef Marshall O'Brien. I have a TikTok page. Chef Marshall O'Brien. I got Facebook, Chef Marshall O'Brien. Uh, chef, like Chef Boyardee, Chef Marshall O'Brien, en.com, Chef Marshall O'Brien.com. Check it out. I uh, love to, you know, I'm very accessible. You know, we're all busy. We got a lot of activities in our lives, but I'm really committed to empowering people in their kitchen and in their lives so they can make the changes that they want in their lives. So I will respond to your emails, your text messages, you know, get me on all the social channels. I got a YouTube channel, Chef Marshall O'Brien. Uh, and it's, we have our live streaming cooking show. We used to do a live streaming cooking show and we're trying to bring it back in 23. Mm. Uh, it was super fun. The point is get me in those spaces. I'm happy to help in any way I can. Mm. Thank you so much for everything you're doing and really shifting the world one plate at a time. <laughs> I, I love that. Wow. Thank you. All yours. <laughs> that was beautiful. 